Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. I've been in the danger zone. We got a bad My five stars. Man, it's Mongo. Huh? Yeah, my five. We got a bad what is going down everybody welcome to another special am i still on the air it's a very special occasion and one and once again i had to blow the seashell and be like podcast team assemble you know a couple weeks ago we got hit with some Big news. I mean, Marvel dropped a bombshell that Robert Downey Jr. was going to be a part of Iron of uh, Captain America 3. That we're possibly maybe going to get Civil War. So we talked a lot about that. And then right after DC dropped their slate from 2016 through 2020, which was going to consist of 10 films. And it was like, damn, that's crazy. So we got everybody together, and we did this awesome two-hour podcast. Literally, just a couple weeks ago, uh, it was called Marvel Civil War and the DC Slate. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. It's on amiontheair.com. Click on the Am I Still on the Air page and check it out. It was a very big special occasion. Lots of news dropped. We had to call everybody together and break it down. Well, you know, DC, it was cool that they announced ten films, but they did it in a very blah kind of way. It was an investor's phone call, conference call, and it was just a Warner Brothers call. And the head of Warner Brothers was just telling all the investors and the stock people, hey, here's what we got coming up over the next several years. We got all these DC films, and we got some Harry Potter stuff, and we got some Lego movies. And, you know, they just did their typical kind of rundown, and it was no big deal. Well, today... Marvel one-upped them. Again, Marvel stomped on DC. They grabbed everybody, all the press in California. Uh, I put out a brand new Am I on the Air just last night, and this kind of pisses me off that this didn't break while I was doing the show last night. But I even talked about it. I said, you know, tomorrow Marvel's doing this big press conference. I don't know what it's going to be, but they sent out a feeler to all the press in California and said, hey, 11 o'clock, Come down to the theater, and we're going to drop some knowledge on you. And everybody went down there. Nobody knew what was coming. And uh, so we were streaming it this morning. We were trying to keep up with all the news. And Marvel did drop a bomb in Marvel fashion, grand fashion, up on a big stage. They announced finally something that you would have thought would have came out of Comic-Con. It didn't. They announced the full slate for Phase 3. And this was pretty big because it was nine films that they announced today officially. Some of them we knew were coming, but a lot that we didn't. And Phase 3 was announced in its full entirety. And uh, wow, there's some big stuff here. So once again, we had to gather the team. I'm your host, Don Mega, of course. And I'm joined once again with my comic book panel. I got Geeky Pat. What up? What up, Geek Nation? We got Peeps from the People's Forum. What up? People's in the house. Okay, I'm done. Oh, yeah. And we got Fred, a.k.a. Lobster Johnson's back. What up? <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Oh, yeah. So all four of us are back in the house for this Am I Still in the Air. Basically, we're just going to call this one Phase 3. And um, 
we're going to talk about it. We're going to go through all these films that dropped. What is, what are our impressions? Are we excited? Are we not? And kind of just maybe, what what do we think? <laughs> you know, where does this fit in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Does it get us excited for where we're leading to? Um, it's some really, really good stuff. Uh, of course, this is also coming on the heels of the big news, which dropped yesterday. Although it's not 100% confirmed, Marvel has uh, said they're in final negotiations with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be Doctor Strange. And uh, Marvel, of course, kicked off the panel, uh, confirming that, yes, they are bringing out Doctor Strange. Uh, he will drop in 2016, actually on November 4th. Um, so that is really exciting, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. I'm going to actually run down the slate in order, and we'll talk about it in order. So... The real funny thing was, is so they start announcing all these movies and release dates and everything, and they mention they're going to release... We already knew Captain America 3 was coming. We knew it was coming on May 6, 2016, and um, they're going to kick off the summer of 2016, and we all... We're, we just t- did that big show a couple weeks ago, and we were like, man, it's got to be Civil War. You know, and if this isn't Civil War, it's going to lead to it. Maybe Avengers will be Civil War, you know, whatever. So they announced Captain America... Serpent Society. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. Um, (laughs) I know. So I didn't even know there was such a thing. And Peeps over here showed me a picture of the actual Serpent Society. (laughs) And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) It's weird. Um, Only to, of course, have been tricking us. And towards the end of their slate announcement, they went back to it. And they said, now we're just playing. It will be Captain America Civil War. And it will be released on May 6, 2016. So, technically, now, I don't know. They may be shifting the phase here a little bit. Because technically, the first movie of Phase 3 is Ant-Man. And they didn't make any mention of Ant-Man today in the... um, press conference, and I kind of feel like they didn't just because obviously he was already announced, they're already through filming, um, or they're in the middle of filming, and I didn't think there was a point to really bring it up. Um, but there's been some speculation that actually now Ant-Man will close out Phase 2. So, not quite sure where it falls into things. Usually they're going to finish a phase with the Avengers movie, so that's why it was always Age of Ultron was going to close out Phase 2, and then Ant-Man was going to kick off Phase 3. So, not sure where Ant-Man fits into it at this point, because that comes out uh, this summer, uh, about two months after Age of Ultron. So, kicking off this slate is Captain America Civil War, um, which is, of course, super exciting to officially get that announcement. Uh, before they announced this, they actually showed a clip from Age of Ultron between um, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, where they're kind of talking, and it's kind of got that Civil War vibe where Tony's talking about we need to be held accountable for our actions and this, this, and that. And, you know, Steve is saying, you know, like, well, that's not freedom. And, you know, he's kind of doing his thing. And they're kind of button heads. And then that scene led into them announcing that it will be Captain America Civil War. So kind of hints of it obviously being thrown in to um, Age of Ultron, which is going to be really, really cool. Um, So... Very, very exciting. Uh, they did a Q&A afterwards, and Kevin Feige, who of course is the head of Marvel, uh, confirmed that Civil War will be a global superhuman registration with a specific inciting incident. 
and that secret identities aren't as important in the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the story as it was in the comics. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, one of the big things is, of course, that Robert Downey Jr. will be a part of it. Um, but someone else will be making their debut in the Civil War movie, and that will be Black Panther. So we'll get to Black Panther a little bit more down, because yes, he's coming as well. Um, but he will make his debut in Civil War, in full outfit, everything, you will meet Black Panther in Captain America Civil War, which is awesome, which they also announced that Chadwick Boseman will be playing Black Panther. For those of you who don't know Chadwick, he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. He played James Brown in the Get On Up movie that came out actually back in August. So really good actor. A lot of, you know, the guy has a ton of potential and he's a great fit for Black Panther. So I think they really, you know, nailed it with his casting. So it's really, really cool that he's going to be involved. Uh, Robert Downey and Chris Evans came out on stage and then Chadwick Boseman came out on stage and joined them to kind of like tease the whole Civil War thing. They were kind of both prodding and picking on him to like pick a side, pick a side (laughs) during the press conference, which was actually really cool. So, uh, Big stuff right there, man. So we'll start with Civil War. I'm personally glad to get the confirmation. This is something we've obviously been speculating. It's kind of crazy that they're going to do this all in the Captain America movie because I know when we speculated, we were like, oh, they're just going to plant the seeds. And yeah. they're going to like tease it. And then they'll go into the actual Civil War in another movie. It doesn't look like this is going to go past this one film. So I, I, they're going to tie up this whole Captain America. I feel like this Captain America movie is going to get kind of bloated because you're going to have Black Panther in there. I feel like you kind of almost got to have Thor in there. Like, where is everybody? Is everyone going to be in this film? I feel like it's going to be a mini Avengers film um, because obviously they got to have all the heroes. Are we going to see Ant-Man? Are we going to see, you know, like what else are we going to see in this? Is Doctor Strange going to pop up in this? Uh, there's so much room for all these characters if they're going to do a straight-up civil war. So um, I like the addition of Black Panther to this, though. I feel like maybe, you know, we've been speculating all this stuff about the Broken Shield and him going to, you know, to Wakanda. Um, but I'm thinking now maybe that won't happen in Avengers, and maybe in the beginning of Cap 3 he'll, you know, go down there and get the and get the shield fixed, and that's where he, you know, maybe meets you know, Chala and everything. So I think there's a lot of room for all that kind of stuff, which is awesome. So I'm stoked. It's going to be kind of crazy to see this whole thing just slammed into a Captain America film, but it's great to get the confirmation on it. So Kiki Pat, what do you think of this confirmation? Captain America civil war. Um, I'm not a big fan of the civil war comic book. I'm really excited that they're going to change it for the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it when we were first tweeting and it was coming out and you were you were tweeting and I was retweeting like a madman, um, <laughs> uh, and they said that the whole serpent society is like that just doesn't sound that interesting. I mean, I really was kind of like, Ugh. but I'll give it a chance because it's Marvel. Like you know, they could do really good. And then when I when you retweeted that Civil War picture that you know and told me it was a Civil War, I was like, oh, cause we were just talking about it, you know. Um, I was wondering how they were going to do it because, like we said, there was no fate. There's no mass. There's no. Everybody knows who everybody is. So I think this is a better way of doing it. I, I'm super stoked, and uh, for somebody who's not a big Civil War fan, I'm I'm excited for this. And what do you think about the addition of Black Panther to this? Well, I've always liked Black Panther as a character, like his backstory, his history. Um, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm very excited. The guy, I mean, it really was going to come down to who they were going to have play him, too, you know? And I really think that this guy is, he looks like, he looks just like he's supposed to. He's hes everything I would want in a Black Panther. I like the suit when you sent that suit picture out. Um, oh, that suit. Oh, right? Like, I, I kind of was hoping it was more of a, a helmet-like mask and less like the Spider-Man mask where it sticks on, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and so, yeah, I was super excited, and I know Sean's probably excited because all he ever tells me is what, Sean? What? What? Just <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't you know. Know. He I don't says know. there's got to be more brothers in the, in the I mean, in the Avengers. I as we might have said that once or twice. Yes, you have. And so, yeah, but I, I'm with you. My my big confusion is how are you going to have a civil war without a lot of superheroes in it to have the civil war? And I think what most movies are at the most are three hours, so I'm wondering how they're going to get that done. And they're going to either have to lead up to it in other stories and then it just plays out the finale of it all in, the, in that time period, or or I'm guessing maybe it, it'll just be all in there. And there won't be a lot of room for character development. That's the whole thing, is what I'm thinking anyway. And, and ultimately, it's Captain Frickin' America, and I love the second one, so I'm, I'm super excited about it. Hell yeah. And if you want to see that Black Panther picture that he's talking about, go on over to our Facebook or our Twitter page, and you'll see it right there. It is badass. You definitely got to check it out. Uh, So, peeps, come on, your impression, Captain America's Civil War. Dude, but I mean, with that Black Panther outfit, I'm kind of like rethinking my whole Halloween getup. I think it might be a little bit too late at this point. But, dude, it was so... I got really excited about uh, about that outfit. But, yeah, man, I mean... I, I was, you know, I was definitely delighted to hear that they're going to be uh, changing up the formula. It's not going to be what we know, how we know it was in the comic books, which, you know, which is pretty good. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm thinking that it's going to be, re- honestly, just Iron Man versus Captain America and Iron Man's right-hand man, which is War Machine, and Captain America's right-hand man, which is, you know, Falcon. And I don't know, you know, and maybe... Chitala or T'Challa does have some sort of a, you know, hand in it. You know, maybe breaking it up at the end. I have no idea, but I could see like a a big battle, kind of happening between the two groups. But I mean, you know, Captain America versus Iron Man. I I don't know. It's not really too fair in my eyes, but um, I definitely want to see him see him fight. And it, it's crazy that I, I don't like being wrong and. Pretty much all of us were wrong, you know, on our last episode where we were saying they're really just going to touch on it in this movie and then they're going to, like, go into the next phase and then go into uh, the, the, the big Civil War. But yeah, it, it's kind of nice that they're not going to be spending the entire um, roster, you know, talking about the Civil War and all this and that. It's, it's going to happen in Captain America. We're probably going to hear about it in the other movies. Um, you know, probably not Doc Strange too much, but... You know, maybe the uh, you know the next Thor movie and all that, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's great news. So glad it's not Serpent Society because that is a <laughs> that's a horrible idea. They're like Snake Power Rangers. It's it's not a good idea. <laughs> we already got the Viper in the Wolverine, so like I said, you know, exactly. So uh, yeah, it's very very interesting. All right, Fred, what's your thoughts? Well, first off, Sean, you know, you said it might be a little too late for your costume. That would be for Halloween. But you know what? We got a Comic-Con coming up in December, another one in May. So you you might be able to hit that up for a Comic-Con uh, costume. So Let's do it. All I need is a, is a black electric tape, and I'll be good. 
There you go. We'll just wrap you up real good. Um, all right. So Civil War, you know, just kind of echoing exactly what you guys said. Um, you know, I was excited to see that the Serpent Society was a joke. <laughs> so, you know, kind of what Geeky Pat was saying, though, like, even if it would have been that, I would have been like, at first I was like, what the heck? Why did they choose that? But, you know, whatever. It's Marvel. I'm sure it's going to be cool. So yeah, me kinda... too. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go wrong. Exactly, and that's really cool that you know they've established themselves to be an entity that can produce such great films that we can do that even as huge fans and and whatnot. You hear something that sounds totally you know out of left field, you're just like, yeah, you know what, whatever, it's probably going to work. So let's go ahead and give it a shot. So that's pretty cool. But you know, with Civil War specifically, the thing that excites me the most is you know, of course, you know, I'm excited to see how how it's all going to come together and what the registration act's really going to be about. And, you know, who's all going to be in there? Because, you know, like you said, Don, like this seems like something that, you know, you have to have everybody there for, for a Civil War kind of thing. So all that's exciting. But I also – I'm already looking at the slate of all the movies that are coming out. And I'm like, how does this play in? Is this something that is going to carry over to the other films? So we're going to talk about some of the others. Like Thor Ragnarok was one of the other ones. Like that uh, – there's – the character of Ragnarok and Thor and everything like had impacts in the Civil War um, time frame when the Civil War comic books came out. So it's interesting to see that you know directly after Captain America, we're going to have you know a, a new title, Doctor Strange, and then we're going to have Thor Ragnarok, and then um, you know it just goes on from there. So one of the things that excites me the most is to see if this event of Civil War is going to bleed into you know, the next films. And I think it will, um, especially with yeah. you know, Thor having that Ragnarok, right? I mean, it just seems like they have to kind of go that direction. So wh- one of the, the most exciting things to, for, for me with the Civil War stuff is to see where it's going to go with, into the other sto- stories. And I kind of think it will. Yeah, I think it could definitely bleed over, um, you know, throughout. I mean, who knows? For all we know, the Civil War movie itself could just be about the Registration Act and about them kind of butting heads over it, but there could still be another major villain kind of in it and that kind of carries the movie towards its you know its normal kind of routine and then it's just kind of that civil war thing's kind of just an overlying theme it doesn't mean that everybody's got to get in here and go head to head you know so um it'll be interesting to see how how it all plays out um over the course of all these films um it's going to be very, very cool. So that's your first one up in 2016. And of course, we touched upon it just a little bit ago, but now we're up to Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange has been slated for November 4th, 2016. Most likely with Benedict Cumberbatch as um, the Doctor. Um, it was funny because there was no mention of Cumberbatch today at the press conference, which was kind of really odd just because the, the news dropped literally yesterday and all these sites were running with confirmed Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch is your new doctor. And, you know, according to the real legit sites, they were saying he's in final negotiations, which I explain on my show, basically final negotiations means you're pretty much a done deal. Like you've been through, you know, all the original negotiations you've talked about, hey, here's what we kind of want your character to do, here's all the kind of specifics, here we want you for a six-film deal, you know, all those, all that kind of stuff. And then once you lock everything down, you go into final negotiations, that's pretty much just the lawyers coming in and you kind of, you know, signing the papers up. So it's close, it's close to a done deal, but it was kind of weird, you know, that Marvel comes out and they announce all this stuff and they 
bring up Doctor Strange and they give it, a, it's, you know, it's never had a date before. We knew the movie was coming. If you watch The Winter Soldier, Stephen Strange got a name drop in it. You knew he was out there in the universe. And we all knew this movie was coming. This is no shock. They actually had a director already, which was Scott Derrickson, who is actually a horror director. He did um, the, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. He did um, Deliver Us from Evil, which just came out this past summer. He um, he did Sinister, so I think that's cool. I like the fact that they went with a horror director to do something kind of mystical like this. Um, but no mention of Cumberbatch, which just was the perfect opportunity to do it. Uh, so when they went to the QA section at the end, somebody brought up, hey, what about Benedict Cumberbatch? And Kevin Feige said, if it was confirmed, he would have been here today. So kind of almost like shot it down real quick, but... You can't really these these sites wouldn't be running with him being in final negotiations if that was not true. So I think they just kind of they didn't want to ruin the deal. They didn't want to spoil anything by you know bringing him out if if he hadn't signed the paperwork yet. So they got to kind of still be careful. I'm pretty sure 99 percent that Cumberbatch will be Doctor Strange, and I got to say I love it. I mean. We've been, if you listen to my show, every week it's like a who's who of who's going to be Doctor Strange. But if you go back to the very beginning of it, there was two guys that Marvel said they wanted, and that was Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Hardy. Those were the two original names for this. And then as the months have gone on, it was Joaquin Phoenix, and it was Jared Leto, and it was Colin Farrell, and it was Keanu Reeves, and it was Ewan McGregor. And, I mean, the names just went on and on and on. Ryan Gosling. And it's just... It's nice that we went back to the very beginning. I think Benedict Cumberbatch, even he might be kind of a safe choice for this because you know Marvel likes to kind of go out of the box a little bit. I mean, nobody saw Chris Pratt as Star Lord, you know. I mean, you know, and uh, nobody knew who Chris Hemsworth was when he did Thor. So sometimes they like to go out of the box, but they kind of played it a little bit safe with Benedict Cumberbatch because he's a guy that everyone wants in their movies right now. He's probably going to get an Oscar nomination for this new movie that he's doing that's coming out here in a couple months. I think it's called the the Intimidation Game, and. Um, so, I mean, they could have an Oscar winner in their midst here, but I think he's an awesome fit for this. I think he's going to bring something very special to the dynamic of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because he's so different than the rest of these guys. And, you know, if he's playing a, a neurosurgeon, this is the guy who I want playing it. So I really like it. I'm not a big Doctor Strange fan. I don't know enough about him to get uber, uber excited, but the fact that this is definitely coming and I'm looking forward to seeing the mystical kind of... Uh, magical side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with a Benedict Cumberbatch gets me very excited. So, Doctor Strange, November 4th, 2016. I'll start with you, Fred, this time. What's your thoughts on all this? Oh, man, I'm so excited. Doctor Strange has been one of the Marvel titles that I've been, like, dying for for a long time. I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange fan. You know, it wasn't a guy I grew up, like, you know, loving and everything. But, you know, once um, I started kind of digging into him a little bit, like, he's, he's really cool. And I just love this idea of this dark, mystical, magical kind of world that we're going to be able to, to, to get exposed to. So... I can't wait for this particular one. Um, there's actually an animated movie of Doctor Strange that came out many years ago, um, and it's actually done pretty darn well. Um, if you want to get kind of just an, an idea of who Doctor Strange is without going to the books, pick up the animated movie. Um, keep in mind, you know, it is an animated movie, so it's kind of you know kid oriented. But even even with that, it's still a little darker, and that's what I'm kind of hoping um, Marvel's going to do with this movie is kind of take us on a little bit of a darker ride than than we've we've. Had 
had so far, and that's because he he's in this magical world. I mean, his his um his villain is literally a demon from like hell, and he's uh God, Sean, what's his Pat, what's his name? I'm I'm losing his his name right now. He's got the big old pumpkin head. He's like uh, oh Dormammu. Dormammu, thank you. Yeah, yeah, so like you know, he's this guy from hell. He's a demon, and so all that is like dark and cryptic. I and mean, that's so why I you get the horror director. Exactly, that's he's perfect, and so to get the horror director in there, and then if they can pull off getting Cumberbatch, that's going to be so awesome. I mean, when I when I look at um, his portrayal as Khan in the Star Trek movie, like oh, that, that's oh awesome. right, so cool. He even has a look like they dyed his hair black and everything. I mean, just throw a goatee on him, and he, he's perfect for Doctor Strange. So, uh, great actor, horror director mystical type of um you know setting i think this is going to be great i mean we have we've had the superhero genre already you know uh, guardians of the galaxy did a mix of the comedy and the space you know ant-man's probably going to have comedy and and a heist is what they're claiming ant-man's going to be you know and then we have like captain america being the you know um uh like spy kind of thing now so this will be a great mixture to throw in some kind of horror ish elements in, into there so super pumped about it really excited and hoping that that uh cumberbach gets get signs on the dotted line because i think he'd be fantastic as dr strange all right peeps dr strange um uh when it comes to cumberbach possibly being dr strange the thing that excites me most is his voice um fred and i were talking about this on the episode we were doing a while ago one of the things that dr strange does is he, he's a magician and he chant he has incantations that he chants before he casts his spell and i can just see his epic voice and them you know making it louder than life as he's calling out the eye of agamotto and that alone i think will you know have me in happy tears but I'm really excited about uh, being able to see, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy introduced us to the uh, the cosmic side of the Marvel comic world, where a lot of people, you know, weren't familiar with. And I think Doctor Strange is going to introduce us a lot to the supernatural element of the comic book world, where we do get to hear about possibly Dormammu or... Um, I can't remember that thing with the, the tentacles in the eyes. and It, it literally is a, an entire different dimension. It's basically hell. And there's demons in hell. And um, Doc Strange, kind of he has his own little uh, meditations that he goes into that sometimes he, he goes to a different plane. And it kind of has that Hellboy type of feel to it. And um, I, I, I just I, I can't wait to see that. I, I really, really, really hope that they get Cumberbatch to uh to play as him if not whatever let's do keanu i'm fine with that i don't care but no i'm just kidding but i i just i just i I just i'm excited for mcu to um just just open up this whole new door of of marvel that ah good times good times he's definitely gonna say by the eye of agamotto much better than the way i said it on on your shows yeah he'll say it just like smaug (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hobbitses. 
All right, Geeky Pet, what you got, Doctor Strange? Well, I'm really excited about the movie coming out. It's just another character added in there, and I like how they're just grabbing characters from other ends. It's not just there's just a long roster of Avengers they keep grabbing, and I like how they're adding new characters in and adding new directions. I'm a little disappointed the fact that we no longer get to hear "Am I on the Air"'s new list of people. Who, I was waiting for Gilbert Gottfried to be the next choice. I really was. That voice sounded <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I like Gilbert Gottfried no, forever, right? <laughs> I mean, I figured it would get to him. They're just like new yeah. actors every week. But no, I love I love Benedict Cumberpatch. He's he's one of my favorite actors now. And um, um, you got to be careful. He's British, and you said he's going to be the Doctor. They're going to think Doctor Who, so you got to be careful. But uh, no, I, I, I think I we've all that. butchered his name too. I think that's kind of funny. Uh, I have not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know I did. Benedict I'm... Cumberpatch. Cumber <laughs> Cumberpatch. According to Geeky Pat, he's a Cabbage Patch doll now. Cabbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict Cumber Cabbage Cumber Patch. Patch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, <laughs> Let's just call him Con. What do you think about Con being in uh, the Con? Yeah, Con. Because yeah, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was Sherlock Holmes, too, so that might get a little confusing. <laughs> true, true, true. No, no, no seriously, no, it's a good choice, I think, and I think he'll do a great job. Awesome, awesome. Alrighty, well, our next up um, is actually a sequel we knew was coming, but we got another pleasant surprise with it. The one announcement that Marvel actually made at Comic-Con was that they were going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And they originally set it for July 28th, 2017. Well, today at the press conference, they announced that's changing, and because it did such a great job, and it's basically the second biggest movie of the year uh, worldwide and the number one movie uh, in the United States of the year, they have now set it, they've moved it up and have set it in the big opening weekend of the summer. So Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will now hit on May 5th, 2017. So they, they are going full on out with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I mean, all movie studios beat each other up to get that early May slot, the first weekend, the first Friday of May is the kickoff to the summer movie season, and it's always your big banger. I mean, that's why Avengers Age of Ultron's opening up in that this May. That is your big opener, and it shows, man, that Marvel has been so pleased with this franchise and loves everything it did, and it was such a pleasant surprise, and they know. I mean, look how much money it made now when it was just an unknown property with good word of mouth. This sequel is going to break records i mean it's just it's just gonna smash so they were like you know what let's move this puppy up so guardians of the galaxy 2 may 5th 2017 i'm super super excited to see these guys all come back even though we're only talking a couple months early i want it as early as possible (laughs) they're writing the script right now everybody's returning gonna see some more thanos gonna maybe get some more gems I'm, i'm super super stoked so i can't not wait now, Peeps, I know this is your big favorite movie. Um, what do you think about them bumping up the release date? Dude, I, I couldn't be happier, man. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody that has seen it uh, already knows, you know. It, it's uh, there's so much, And it has so much potential. And I, I would like for them to introduce Adam Warlock. Um, huge character when it comes to Thanos. Um I mean, I have no idea what they're even going to do with, with, you know, with the story. I know Ronan's going to come back somehow, and no, he's not. <laughs> damn it, 
<laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Thanks, Don. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, there's really not much I can say. So excited. Guardians of the Galaxy, my favorite movie, you know, of the summer. And, you know, as much as I can gripe and moan about Thanos and, you know, a couple other little character pieces of it, it really was almost a perfect movie. So, it, same directors coming back, the same cast is coming back. They're just they're going to knock it out of the park again, without a doubt. Yeah, easily. So, Pat, what you got? You you happy they moved up the date on this one? So I mean, you much. only saw it like a handful of times in the theater, so I, I, <laughs> like once or twice, I think. Like a few, a few. Well, th- to be honest, um, I love this movie. It's probably my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time now. And so, a second sequel, and it's earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. And and for Sean, just so you know, Ronan is going to come back in Disney Infinity, the video game. You can get it for your Wii U. That's it. That's the only place you're going to see him. He's I'm dead. unfriending you. Dead. <laughs> no. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, super awesome, though. He exploded. <laughs> <laughs> totally vaporized. <laughs> he teleported like Nightcrawler. You guys not teleport. Read a comic. <laughs> he doesn't have those powers. I read the comic. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> He's not even up yet, Fred. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Fred, you excited? Oh man, I can't wait. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, you know, it, I, I, I'm just, I wish it was already 2017. That's, I just cannot wait to see the, this cast of characters um, back together in action. One of the things I'm really excited for, too, is, um, you know, kind of what Sean touched on is see who else they're going to bring into there. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, they have so many guys, like the bug and. Um, and uh, there's just uh, tons of them. There's so many people that they can pull in. There's uh, different versions of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the the current versions have included, you know, a lot of other Marvel characters to include uh, Carol Danvers, um, who is Captain Marvel, and some other people. So, you know, they have so many people that I could throw into this group. And uh, it's it's just amazing Beta to Ray see. Bill, I know we're going to see him. No, probably not in Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> But Howard there's the duck, tons. Baby. There's tons. So, yo, man, you had to bring up Howard, huh? More <laughs> Cosmo. Uh, they can they can whip out Cosmo. Oh no. Kevin Feige has has said publicly that you know they're not ruling out adding more members to the team. So there's definitely room for that. You know, Peeps already mentioned Adam Warlock. I personally think Adam Warlock is going to end up being Quill's dad in the sequel. So I agree. I, I really think he's going to be the one to end up being his dad. So. It's going to be cool, man. There's a lot of good stuff coming for Guardians of the Galaxy, which will hit DVD and Blu-ray in December. So definitely pick that up. Is I, there a special uh, like uh, collector's edition for that one? I have not seen one yet. I'm keeping an oh, eye open, though. Boo. Marvel's not too big on that shit, which is kind of unfortunate. I mean, they do a big box set for the Phase, so I can't wait to get like the Phase 2 box set, whatever it turns out to be. But, uh, yeah, nothing for the individual films so far. Um, the cool thing about 2017 that I wanted to announce too, because this will kind of be a theme going forward is that Marvel uh, typically does two movies a year and starting in 2017, they're bumping it up to three films a year, which is super, super exciting. We're going to be getting a ton of comic book movies between now and 2020 because I mean, you're going to get a couple from DC. You're going to get three from Marvel. You still got Fox and Sony's stuff. I mean, it's going to be jam-packed, so it's going to be, we're in for some good times. 
So next up on the list in 2017, taking Guardians of the Galaxy 2's original spot is going to be Thor Ragnarok. Um, this comes out July 28, 2017. I'm super excited about this. Kevin Feige said in the press uh, release today that um, Ragnarok will take place, uh, the events of the movie will take place immediately following Age of Ultron. So he must shoot right back to uh, Asgard <laughs> right after that movie. And uh, and then, you know, we'll see it all play out. He did confirm that Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston will be back for the film, so we will see the return of Loki, which I know everybody's super stoked about. Um, I'm excited. I don't know what the hell a Ragnarok is, and it doesn't seem like most people know what it is, but I think we, we've kind of, we've been doing a little investigating, and maybe one of these guys can shed a little bit of light on it uh, when we go around, so um, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how this plays out. I mean, if you watch Thor The Dark World, it kind of ends in a weird spot, because Thor's saying, I'm going to go to Earth, and I'm going to protect Earth, and uh, I'm going to, you know, be with Jane Foster and all this stuff, but I don't even think like he's with Jane Foster anymore by the time Avengers rolls around. And, um, you know, so then Loki is taking the form of, uh, of Odin. So then he's kind of like in the right seat. And I, you know, I, I don't know, man, there's so many different directions that this movie can go. I thought they were going to introduce, um, Oh man, now I'm spacing her name. What's the chick's name? The Enchantress? Enchantress, yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to introduce her. I thought she'd be a big villain on it because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. used her sister, uh, Lorelai, in one of their episodes. And I thought that was kind of a nice crossover. They had That was the same episode they had Lady Sif um, cameo on. So I thought, like, oh, this is a good crossover. They could have, you know, Lorelai, like, put some kind of spell on Thor and make him fall in love with somebody. And then Loki and Enchantress are, like, taking over everything, like, together. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll still kind of go a little bit of that direction. But that was what my original thoughts were. Now, I don't know where Ragnarok takes me because I, I don't know much about this. But I'm a big fan of the Thor movies. I love the first two. They're some of my favorite films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth is, a, is an amazing Thor. And I'm really, really looking forward to this. I'm glad to see it get back into the middle of the summer, too, because uh, Thor The Dark World actually came out in November which was a smart move because it dominated November when it came out and it made a lot of money. Um, but I like to see it kind of return to a prime spot in the middle of the summertime because that's when we need these big Marvel films. So, uh, Geeky Pat, start with you. What do you got on Thor Ragnarok? To be honest, I had to Google it. Um, I, I know he's a cyborg clone, um, which that's never going to happen for Ronin, so don't get any excitement there, Sean. But he's a cyborg clone. And uh, it was part of the Civil War, and that he killed Goliath. Actually, I think Fred's the bigger expert on him than I am. I, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an expert on Thor specifically. He, he was um, a character that I didn't follow too much until you know the movie started to come out. Then it became a lot more interesting to me. But I do know that um, Ragnarok is generally referred to. Um, as an event and also as the clone of Thor and um, the clone of Thor who was the, the villain that killed Goliath as, as Geeky Pat mentioned um, and I think it's going to be more along the lines of a as an event because I know that Odin had made many um, uh, what are they called like uh, prophecies of Ragnarok occurring and things like that in the comic books for a while and, um, and I know that whatever happens in, in Ragnarok Everything gets messed up. Um, that includes like Thor's buddies all getting killed, uh, including Sif and the Warriors Three and those guys. Um, 
and basically the destruction of of all the realms except for Midgard, which is which is Earth. Um, so, with the title of Ragnarok, basically, like I don't see how this story is going to end in any positive way whatsoever. I, I it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I mean, good. It's going to be good, but all the whatever happens is going to be bad. Bad for them. Good for us. Right. 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 <laughs> I'll have to agree with you if it, if it comes down to like a you know cyborg clone of Thor or an event I'm going to have to think it's an event as well um just because you don't really I don't think you can really follow up Age of Ultron with a bunch of cyborgs and everything <laughs> with going into another kind of like clone cyborg you know kind of thing it's going to be too much so I think I think Ragnarok will be an event or it'll be some kind of thing going down on a planet and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Like, it might just be this, you know, it's like, it's like a hurricane. (laughs) The the Ragnarok is coming. And Um, I do also know that like after the events of Ragnarok, um, because everyone was presumed dead, Thor's hammer falls in like Ohio or something like that. And then later on, you know, as the stories continue, you know, there's like a, like a giant floating piece of Asgard comes down and kind of hovers over that state. um, And that kind of becomes um asgard's new home so you know that might be later on down the road of, of asgard eventually being reborn but i really think ragnarok's going to be destruction destruction time Maybe. all right well let me go back to geeky pat you didn't really get a chance to really talk much about this are you excited for another thor film like what's your thoughts on this getting announced because we this is one of the surprises that came i mean we all kind of assumed we'd be getting a thor 3 at some point but there's been really no kind of word or or anything kind of coming out lately about another Thor movie. We've been hearing all this stuff about Captain America and you know everything else and Guardians and stuff. So um, you know, what was your thoughts on getting this confirmed? Oh, I was excited. I I, I love the Thor series. Um, Thor's been one of my favorite Marvel characters. He's just outstanding character. Um, so just the fact that he's going to get a third movie, I don't know really where Ragnarok's going to go some reason I could say that better than Cumberbatch. Um, but I, I, I have no idea where it could lead except for maybe into the Infinity story that's coming out. I, 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 Kevin Feige's got a plan, so obviously it's going to fit in somewhere. So I'm super excited to even just figure out where it's going to fit in and what the aftermath of it's going to be on the rest of the MCU. Oh, yeah. All right, peeps. Thor Ragnarok. Um, well, as uh, Fred said, I mean, I guess Ragnarok means the end of the universe in Norse mythology. So if if you guys remember Avengers, um, Loki gets his staff from Thanos, and the other says, if you fail, there's no rock and no crevice that he won't be able to find you, and you you will not know pain until something like that. So... I don't know, like, what if this kind of has something to do with maybe Thanos coming down? I mean, Loki, he's hiding out right now. He's hiding as um, Odin, and I don't know. I mean, it it could have something to do with Thanos coming down, bringing down his mighty fist, but I know they're really saving him for what we're going to be talking about later. Um, but I, I, I honestly have no idea what to expect. There's to- trolls and dwarves and gnomes and... And Thorland, I think even Hercules, elves and everything. So I don't know. I, they, they can pull anything out, and I'm sure it'll be great. So let's do it. Thanos has got to get the gauntlet, though, man. He's got to get the gauntlet. 
He wants a scepter, though. That's one of his the, stones. The, right, gauntlet, right it, the gauntlet is in the treasure room of Thor. That's true. You know, in yep. Asgard, so. That is true. I, I feel like there's an it's inevitable to have to cross over with Thanos and Thor at some point. Yeah. Um, Fred, anything else you want to touch on for Thor Ragnarok? No, man, I think I covered everything I want to talk about. Um, you know, I, I mentioned back in our last uh, Avengers Assemble, or podcast Team Assemble um, t- talk show uh, that, you know, I was thinking that whatever happened in Thor was going to be Thanos coming to get his gloves. So I think Ragnarok, that it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You can bring the pain, baby. All right, and let's so let's go to our third and final film of 2017, and that's the official Black Panther movie. Uh, people have been asking for Black Panther since the very beginning of the MCU. Um, everybody expected Black Panther to be a part of Phase Two, and he wasn't. And I've just—I mean—he's a character that just no matter where you go, you hear people say, "When are they gonna do Black Panther? When are they gonna do Black Panther?" And um, so. I was hoping, and my fingers are crossed, that they were going to finally do this because, in my mind, like I watched a lot of the old school, like Avengers, like cartoons and stuff like that, and Black Panther was always such a big part of the Avengers team, you know, in those cartoons, and like I just like man, like we're missing somebody so big to me on the team, which is Black Panther, and so getting the confirmation today, seeing the um, you know artwork of what he's going to look like in the movie, which was just amazing. Um, it's just, I'm super, super stoked. I mean, it's really, really smart and cool of them to introduce the character in Captain America because everyone's going to see Captain America Civil War and you're going to be introduced to this character. And it's kind of almost like we talked about with the DC universe about, you know, having Cyborg in, you know, Batman v Superman and then having him in Justice League and doing all these things first before he gets his actual Cyborg movie. So because then you've already been accustomed to him from other films. And that's kind of like what they're doing here. Like they're kind of exposing you to Black Panther. They, they said there's going to be several Easter eggs to Black Panther in Avengers Age of Ultron. There's a lot of speculation um, that um, what's his face? Uh, now I'm spacing it. Um, Circus. Yes, Andy Circus is uh, Ulysses uh, Claw, who is a villain in the Black Panther films. If you kind of freeze frame his quick little face shot in the Avengers trailer, uh, he's spot on for Claw. And, um, and, you know, of course, he's a big villain in the Black Panther mythos, so he could be a big Easter egg just in his own right for the Black Panther movie. And who knows? I mean, they, like I said, they've already cast Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. I was telling peeps earlier today, like, I spoke upon this about a year ago on Am I on the Air that, Mar- that supposedly Marvel was looking at Chadwick Boseman to be Black Panther and this was so long ago and then it kind of just went away and then they announced him today and I'm like those sneaky bastards they really were talking to him and they were keeping it on the down low so for all we know he could have maybe filmed a little scene in Avengers Age of Ultron that we're going to get you know to kind of introduce his character again um, so I'm excited. I can't wait to see how this movie plays out on its own. I'm excited to see the character introduced in Civil War. I'm just so excited to see how this is going to come to life and and how he fits in to the overall fold of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I think there's going to be a lot of tie-ins with this character and I'm just I'm happy to finally finally get it confirmed and have a release date November 3rd, 2017. Super super stoked. So Peeps, start with you. Black Panther, what you got? 
as Pat said, yes, I am extremely excited that we're going to get some color in the Marvel MCU. I mean, yeah, we've had Rhodey and we've had the Falcon, but I mean, he's getting his own movie, Black Power. But um, I mean, the thing about Black Panther that that I, that I've always enjoyed is not only is Black Panther effing awesome on so many different levels. I could have an entire episode just on him alone, but it's the uh, Wakandians. The uh, the tribe uh, where, where he lives, they're a primitive tribe, but they're also ridiculously advanced. They've never lost a war in the history of them existing, and I, I cannot wait to see Wakanda and how Wakanda plays into the Marvel MCU. You know, they're they're their own nation. They don't want to mess with anybody, and they don't want anybody to mess with them. But why why is Black Panther going to get caught up in the mix. What does he have to do with Captain America? And that alone is what I'm super excited for. I mean, we have so many good movies coming out in 2017, but honestly, right next to Guardians, Black Panther is my number two. Yes, over Justice League. So I'll I'll leave that alone. All right. Mr. Lobster Johnson, what you got? Black Panther. Black Panther, I, you know that that's going to be awesome. I look at the picture. Go to John's website, check out that picture because that alone will sell you. I mean, it just looks so awesome. I can't wait to see him like live in action. The other thing is Chadwick is an awesome actor. I watched uh, Forty Two just recently. I, I know it's been out a while. I was a little behind on that one, and like it'll bring a tear to your eye. Like that guy is so good at acting, and like so it's really cool to see. Uh, Marvel continuing their their um, their ways of picking up, you know, kind of lower key actors, but super good actors. So this is gonna be awesome. Um, I am actually really excited to see how this is all gonna play into, um, you know, the the Marvel universe. We know Wakanda is is kind of an uh, an island off to themselves, and we know that they manufacture. Uh, vibranium, which is what Captain America's shield is made out of, and we have Say seen. What? Say what? But we have also Ultron. seen. Yes, the destroys the shield in the trailer for Age of Ultron. So, although we're gonna have Captain America movie right after that, so I don't know how that's gonna work. But um, you know, there's definitely gonna be a need for some vibranium going on. So, um, you know, I want to see how that plays out in the the rest of the MCU. So that's what I'm really excited to see. Not only him, you know, in suit kicking ass, but also, you know, how does this tie in with the rest of the the MCU? Yes, lots of questions. Geeky Pat, what's your thoughts, my friend, on Black Panther? Well, I mean, T'Challa is the leader of his his nation, so he's a leader in that sense. He has um, this great like ability to pull people together. He's kind of like the ca- Captain America in his own right. Um, so that's kind of cool to have him on the team as well, especially since we know Civil War is coming. Right, you're gonna need somebody to maybe pull. A cooler head, you know, to pull the hotter heads together. I do like the idea of that, of the vibranium, which of course is from that meteorite that hit that mountain, and then they mine it there. Um, uh, I think that, I think that maybe the vibranium would have had to have already been talked about again in probably in the age of Ultron, since we all know he's going to upgrade himself in the vibranium. So I think that you're right, Don. I think this could be a good time to kind of just at least introduce T'Challa. And it doesn't have—I mean, T'Chaka—it doesn't have to be uh, 
It doesn't have to be like he T'Challa as Black Panther. He could actually just be him, you know, because he's a diplomat too. He has diplomatic community, so he definitely could be just there as himself, not even as Black Panther yet. Are you and talking talk- about Civil War? Yeah, no, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about in Ultron. He could actually show oh, up. In Ultron, Ultron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just talking about like the expert on vibranium. You know, they don't even have to know who he really is yet as a superhero. So I mean, there's a lot of exciting aspects. And then when it goes into this, I mean, we don't know how the shield gets broken either by Hulk or by by Ultron. But I mean, eventually they're gonna have to build a new one. And I think it'd be a good chance to go and see that. And I'm with I'm with Sean. I want to see how they they put that together. I mean, Wakanda's a great idea and concept even in the comic book even in the cartoons if you guys remember there was two cartoon movies uh for the avengers back in the day i don't remember 2000 ish um and they were yeah, ultimate the avengers second, yeah yeah it was in the second one remember yep he came in the second one yep and the vibranium claws that he has and the mask and the tribal technology everything technology. yeah it's just he's an awesome character in a lot of ways he's kind of like captain america and iron man put together exactly so yes. it's it's really cool. I think I think he could be there on like a diplomatic mission or something. So I'm pretty excited about the possibility of him in the MCU altogether. Now, does he have any powers? I, I, I think it's more of like a uh, it's like a tribal type of thing. Like the spirit of the panther um, is with him, but other than that, no. Well, I mean, he has he has superhuman senses. He uh, his body is like better than Batman's in a lot of ways, like Olympic level everything. He's he's a genius, like like Iron Man is. And it rest of his stuff comes from the technology he has and the vibra- the way he uses vibranium and equipment. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool to see how how it all plays together. I mean, you know, like I said, I I truly feel that like Cap's gonna get his shield fixed in the Civil War movie and that's how you kind of introduce his character um, but Kevin Feige did say that you will see Black Panther in his full getup and everything in the Civil War movie, which is kind of really cool that we're not just going to have, you know, Chala show up, that you're going to actually see him in his outfit, you know, get the first exposure to that, and then he gets his own movie. So I like how it all ties in, especially with the vibranium and everything. And did you say that they announced the, uh, the, the villain of that movie already, the Claw? No, but well, I was saying that that's the speculation that that's what oh, okay. the circus is. If you see, when you see him in the Age of Ultron trailer, I got They're not saying you. who he is yet, but if you kind of freeze frame his his like clip real quick, and then you go look up what Claw looks like, he he's spot on. I got gotcha. you. So they think he's the big kind of uh, Easter egg. I was hoping for Manape, but okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also glad, real quick, that they don't have the cape. Remember the cape that he had? Oh, yes. Four or five ish. I'm glad it's not practical. Well, he might have it as like a, uh, you know, when he's the king and they're doing a ceremony or something. That would be cool, I guess. But I don't want him fighting in it. They can do a quick toss to it like they did with uh, Thor in the first movie. You know, he's got the helmet the first time you see him and then he takes it off and you never see the helmet. Never see it. (laughs) Right. Two two more films, you never see it. I wish you put the fucking helmet back on, to be honest. <laughs> Especially right, you're going to battle, wear a helmet. Yeah, come on, get that badass Thor helmet. Let's go. Uh, all right, so now we go to 2018. So, of course, we got three movies here, and we're going to kick it off. And this is another fan favorite. People have been asking, they've been asking, and a lot of people have been saying, where's our Black Widow movie? We need a Black Widow movie. We need, you know, girl power. We need our women, you know, our woman superhero. Well, 
Marvel has answered, and it's not with the Black Widow movie, but it's with someone better. You might know her as Miss Marvel, but to a lot of people, she's Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel will be released July 6th, 2018. And um, this is pretty cool, man. Pretty exciting. It's a character that's been tossed around for a long time. Um, you know, and, and I know there's been different versions of it, um, but they did confirm that it will be Carol Denver's. Um, she's, she will be the version of Captain Marvel that they are going with. And, uh, I'm excited. I mean, it'll be cool once again to see how she's going to tie into the universe because they also stated in the Q and a that she's going to be kind of like her time's going to be split between like earth and space and all this kind of stuff. Like she's going to be kind of like this cross platform, kind of hero which is cool and that'll kind of give it its own dynamic as well um so it's another character i'm not completely you know up on uh i've seen her here and there and all that kind of stuff more of the miss marvel stuff i haven't really seen any of the captain marvel stuff um but it's cool i'm excited about it it's it's a name that i've been waiting to see if they were going to confirm and they did and it's it's pretty exciting news there so that'll be out in july of 2018 so uh fred start with you what do you what do you got on captain marvel all right so i want to preface this with saying that you know i'm sending out apologies first i'm about to piss off a whole lot of people i am not a big fan of captain marvel she's yeah, I know. Unfriended, she's, unfriended. <laughs> she's okay. I mean, she's cool and everything like that. But like for me, I just don't care. Like I don't know. She's never been a character that I've I've uh, ever been interested in. But with that being said, and again, as as I mentioned before, with with the success that Marvel has had, and um, you know how well they've been able to pull in, you know, random characters that nobody knows, and like in the Guardians of the Galaxy, like to take a character that everyone loves in Captain Marvel, I, I think they're going to do a, an amazing job. Um, I'm definitely going to be there to watch it. You know, I can't wait to hear more news about it and who's going to be Carol and all that stuff. But this is the one uh, movie that I'm. Like it's at the bottom of my excitement list, and um, I just I just never really had much care for the character. I I personally I'd rather have seen a Black Widow movie before um, Captain Marvel. But can, can please yeah, I know you have to hang, hang up on me. <laughs> Cut the mic. But uh, yeah, I mean, with again though, it's Marvel. I know it's gonna be good. I'm definitely gonna be there opening day. Check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got. All right. Peeps, what you got, Captain Marvel? Right on. Well, for those of you that don't know, uh, Rogue uh, from the '90s cartoon, the the Rogue that everybody knows and that everybody was asking questions about when she came out in the movie. Why isn't Rogue flying and why isn't she punching people in the face? Um, in the comic book, Rogue absorbs Miss Marvel um, to the point of she was basically on the verge of death and. Because of that, she was able to retain Miss Marvel's powers pretty much permanently. Um, so, pretty much the the rogue that you see from the cartoon—that's Miss Marvel. I mean, she does have some projectile abilities, and I'm—I personally like the um, design for Miss Marvel, um, but you know, it, what it's it's it's, def, it's definitely different than Captain Marvel and as Fred said I'm I'm not you know big in the whole Captain Marvel comic book that's coming out right now but going on with what you you were saying Don I I I'm excited about this because this is the bridge between Guardians of the Galaxy and the Avengers she's she hangs out with the Guardians and she's hung out with the Avengers and 
as of right now, Peter Quill is the only thing that's tying the uh, the Guardians to Earth, and he still hasn't even been on Earth for how long? So, um, for Miss Marvel to to float out in space like, hey guys, things are going down here on Earth, or vice versa, you know, it, it definitely brings a lot of it, it, again. It's that bridge, and I'm excited for it for that reason, and I hope I get to see her in the uh, Miss Marvel costume, but again, that's too risque. Um, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, so whatevs. She's better than Wonder Woman, so that's all I got. That's all I know. Well, they might just give her pants, and then it's not risque anymore. That's weird, though. So we're not going to do that not today. <laughs> hey, your mic is cut off, buddy. Where are you talking? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, Geeky Pat, Captain Marvel. What you got? What's your take? Well, I just heard Sean say women wearing pants is weird. Just throwing that out there. Um, no, um, <laughs> I. <laughs> You sexist. Anyway, um, I think that uh, this is something the fans have been wanting. They've been wanting a Miss Marvel. I mean, and like Sean said, the space aspect and then the aspect of her being able to be part of an Avenger later is totally... I mean, I think she's a great fit. Um, And ultimately, when you look at a girl movie, I don't think... Honestly, I don't think I would be as excited. I think I'd be more excited for this movie than I would be for a Black Widow movie. And it's not that I don't like Black Widow's character, even the person playing or nothing like that. I just think this has more bang for your buck, maybe. Yeah. Oh, easily. Boo. So if you're going to go girl <laughs> and they promise... Again, I'm ignoring Fred. If you're gonna, um, <laughs> if you're gonna go girl power, I, I, this is a great way to go. I mean, I mean, I, there's not many other Avenger females I would want to see. A, I mean, like, come on, Wasp. I mean, come on, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Still, I don't think she could carry her own movie. I think, I think she could. So this is definitely. I'm excited to see. It. I'm excited to see another part of the space. Hopefully, it's in space. There's no guarantee it will be, but I want to see oh, some more. I think oh, so. It, Captain Marvel is space. Yeah. Guaranteed. Kevin, yeah, so. I told you, Kevin Feige already said she'll be trapped between two realms, Earth and outer space. So there you go. I'm excited to see more of the outer space parts, I mean, of, of the Marvel Universe. I mean, we see a lot of New York, <laughs> you know. And who else thinks <laughs> it's going to be Sky from, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Right? Nobody. Right? Nobody. Oh, no. Okay. Sky, you know, we'll get back to Sky. I got something on that in a Yes, we all know it's going to be Gilbert Godfrey. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm a bear. <laughs> it's Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, I mean, really, that's all I got, though. I'm, I'm excited about it. We got a life in a ahead. raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was one one other thing I wanted to add there, Don. Is that you know we had talked about uh, Black Panther and how you said that he's going to be in full suit in Civil War. And, you know, Sean is talking about the different costumes between Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. You know, one thing that's kind of got me wondering is, is Miss Marvel going to appear prior to Captain Marvel? True. So maybe she's Miss Marvel in, like, Civil War or something like that. And then Captain Marvel, we see her, you know, in her, her final form as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel used to be a yeah. dude, then he got killed and she took over. Exactly, yeah. And then he became Shazam! <laughs> so, so the original Captain Marvel could be Gilbert Gottfried. I'm just saying. Shazam. And he dies. And he dies. Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> oh, righty. Well, let's go to our next one. I'm going to jump over our finale here uh, in the timeline, but we're going to go to our last one in 2018, which is Inhumans. Inhumans will come out on November oh. 2nd, 2018. 
And uh, this is one that's been rumored for quite some time. And to be honest, I don't know anything about Inhumans. <laughs> I've been trying to, you know, I was looking up some stuff earlier and I was like, got a, got a little bit of insight on it, but it, it's kind of very interesting. And, you know, honestly, like I was reading this one article that was talking about how this is going to be Marvel's gateway uh, since they can't use mutant in the X-Men form that they That's can true. Do within humans. Like in humans opens up that broad scale of humans that have special abilities. And, true. Um, yeah. And, and it's really cool. Like if, if you break it down, like it's talking about how they have this, society that's kind of like underground and they've been living like among us for like all these years and yeah. it kind of just you know they was talking about how like their technology is so much more advanced and all this all this kind of thing and so i mean you could have this whole movie take place on earth but not really be on our normal earth because they're like in this underground world and yeah. um it's really cool. I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. It was like Guardians got announced, you know, a couple of years ago, and I was like, "What the fuck is Guardians of the Galaxy?" <laughs> you know, and then now Inhumans. I've you know I never heard of Inhumans until the last couple months when the the rumors started popping up of this. You know, because this is that vehicle that a lot of people think Vin Diesel is going to be involved in because he has signed like this kind of deal with Marvel like hey if I do the voice for Groot I can do something else with you guys on a new property and it really seems that all signs are pointing to Inhumans so uh, that'd be really cool Um, so I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys think about like these characters and what can they do and kind of shed some more light on it because I know a lot of people are not going to know what the hell Inhumans is uh, but I like the fact that this could be that bridge for them to you know, you don't have to be an alien. You don't have to get your powers by gamma radiation, like all this kind of stuff that you can actually be kind of a, you know, special. And uh, so very, very cool. November 2nd, 2018 in humans start with you, geeky Pat, what you got on this. Well, I mean, me and uh, peoples were talking about this. Um, I think the most interesting character for me is going to be black bolt. I want to know how they're going to do him. Um, he does. He's, his whole powers is based on like hypersonic voice, so he can't really talk, you know, without like hurting people, right? Isn't that correct, peeps? That's so, exactly right. So I'm wondering how that that'll be the character that they'll give Vin Diesel, won't it, peeps? It'll be that one. He won't be able to talk in this one, and all he can do is talk in the other one. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's going to be an interesting character, and he's got to be in there. He's the leader. You know, so he has to be in there. I I know this is really stupid. You know, I like Medusa, I like Karnak, I like, you know, Crystal and all, but me and Sean are talking about this. I want to see Lockjaw. I mean, he's the bulldog that teleports. He's that little horseshoe on his he's head. He's a giant oh, bulldog. Yeah. He's like six Giant, foot. <laughs> huge bulldog, yeah. Like, but I want to see him because he's awesome. You know, I want to see that. So, hey, they made and, Rocket work, so I wouldn't count it out. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, and there's other characters. I don't want to take up the whole time. We don't. We're all going over. But I'm super excited about this and the possibilities they could come out with. Um, and I, I actually love, you know, this this comic book. Um, what's weird is a lot of what I read was on Earth, and and I, I guess talking to other people, there's a lot where they're not on Earth. So again, that gap is being. They could be in space too. You know. Very interesting. All right, let's go to Peeps. What you got? What can you tell us about Inhumans? And are you right on. For this? Um, yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm kind of on the ropes. I mean, I know that Inhumans. 
honestly, okay, so until you just said what you said right now about this being Marvel's mutants, that actually got me quite excited because it's story with the Inhumans. I don't know if they're going to go this route, but basically the Kree, you know, the blue people, Ronan, they experimented on humans thousands and thousands of years ago and tried, they tried to make a, a, a super soldier, I guess you can say. And eventually they just kind of scrapped the project. It's like, yeah, we created a, a better being using humans, but it's not really working out. Let's just scrap it and we'll leave them on Earth. So these people, they started, you know, breeding and, and being, you know, regular humans. And they get exposed to this thing. I think it's called the Terrigen Mist. And once they're exposed to the Terrigen Mist, it brings out their their powers. And only only if you're inhuman, only if you are um, born, you know, from this generation of, of beings, will this Terrigen Mist affect you. If it, if it hits me or Geeky Pat, nothing's going to happen to us. But if it hits an inhuman, they're going to get all these, you know, Wolverine, you know, Storm, Cyclops type of powers. So that alone, to, to see that, to maybe say that there's, you know, the, the, the main Inhumans cast, they've been hidden for so long, and then they come out, and then they expose the Terrigen Mist to maybe the rest of the world, and then all these Inhumans start popping up all over the world. That is very interesting to me. So, again, until about five minutes ago, Don, I was not excited about it. <laughs> um, I definitely would like to see, you know, Lockjaw. He doesn't talk. He's just a dog, but he's he's, he's really intelligent. Uh, Black Bolt as well. He doesn't talk, but he's he's the king of the Inhumans. He's yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let Mister Friggins take it from here. But yeah. All right, Fred. All right. So what what you guys have been talking about, like the introduction of the Inhumans, is the more recent um, exposure to the mist in in comic book history and how people are being affected now. But originally, the um, the Inhumans were on a floating. um, I'm going to call it a planet, but it's not as big as a planet. It's a floating city. That's a better description. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was on the dark side of the moon, so no one ever saw it, and it always stayed back there. And Basically, to to get your powers, you had to go through a like a, a very specific process, and so they had these. You know, they have the Terrigen Mist comes from this crystal or something like that, and um, they put you in this little canister, and you go through this process, and then you gain your powers at a certain age. You can't be exposed to it too early, or it might mess everything up, or you're too late, because again, it might mess everything up. So I'm really curious to see. You know how that's going to play into into this storyline. Like, are they going to go that route? Um, because what happens in the comics is Thanos is attacking them. Black Bolt yells, which, as Geeky Pat said, that's like his powers. If he even just speaks, he's going to like destroy the the building that you're in. But like, so if he yells, he destroys the entire um, floating city, and all the mist falls down onto Earth, and that's how everyone gets exposed to this. So people are getting it at random spots. And so I, I'm really interested to see if they're going to kind of do, you know, um, that they have the, the mist in their society and, and they're going through that process or a different way. And and I have to say, after the um, after credit scene of Avengers, or I'm sorry, um, not Avengers, what was it? Uh, Guardians. Uh, Garden, no, no, which one showed Captain the, America? Captain America, yeah. yeah so Star. when they showed like the the Nazi guy like experimenting on people and talking about the miracles and and not everyone's surviving it, that leads me to believe that 
something in that staff, which will probably tie into, you know, the gym that's in there tying into Thanos, um, is kind of getting that Terrigen mist. And I think that, you know, the Nazi guy's going to be down here using this to kind of create these Inhumans. And then eventually, like, Black Bolt's going to come in and be like, hey, you, you got our stuff somehow. Or something to that effect. But I definitely think it's, yeah. it's um, you know, some, something to, to that uh, degree and in humans is a great way to replace your mutants since you can't use mutants. So, Boo. <laughs> we don't discuss that word <laughs> in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What about you, Don? I mean, is this something you're excited to see? Being that you, you know, like you mentioned, you don't know anything about them, really. Yeah, I think the sound of it is awesome. Like, I'm I'm super stoked on just the explanation of it. The story I read with the background and everything was pretty much what Peep said. Uh, that exact story about, like, the mist and everything and unlocking the powers and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I love the sound of it. The fact that they could have been, like, living among us for all these years and then, you know, then they get these powers. And, and I, I think it just, it sounds great to me. So I, I'm really, really stoked on, on this. And that's especially, like I said, coming from not knowing really anything about it or who the team is and all their individual like like who is the core team and, and what what's their powers besides yeah. Black well is medusa it, with prehensile hair how, how you she can <laughs> grab you with her hair i don't know she controls her hair like arms they're really really long hair though like crazy long um the funny thing about being exposed to the terrigen mist is when it activates your powers it's usually in a grotesque way um or in a way that is kind of um a deficiency so like for example black bolt his physical forms you know he's still you know buff and all that and you know looks the same but he can no longer speak because if he makes a sound it, it's gonna collapse a building and medusa like she still looks you know attractive but she's got this like crazy hair all over the place and um you guys had mentioned uh, lockjaw lockjaw was a human and he got when he got you know he looked like a human he acted like a human he gets exposed to the mist and he becomes a dog so can you imagine being the man you are now you get exposed to this mist and now you're a freaking dog that can teleport you can't talk you can't you know <laughs> you know go know grab that. a beer wow yeah Thank that would it. suck so you know I don't know that's... I can lick myself in places I can't now <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Well said, well said. But, you know, like, so that's another thing that could be interesting is, you know, seeing the negative effects that this process can have on people, too. Yeah, so. and then there, there, isn't there, like, uh, Black Bolt's brother, Maximoff the Mad or something that's kind of yeah. like Loki? Exactly. Triton, you have Gorgon, you have Karnak, uh, Alaris. And some of them don't look, they, like, like I think, like, the, uh, I think, was it Karnak? Isn't he, like, a fish man? Yeah, he's cool. I like Karnak actually. He uh has been ability to like enhance other people's well actually enhance his ability. So like he can like I don't know how to explain it. like he he could fight really well and he can make himself an even better fighter. He can uh oh. sense like your your vulnerabilities. The vulnerabilities of a wall if you wanted to attack the wall, your armor. Then so he's he's kinda really cool in that way. But something that came to my mind is think, watching Agents of Shield. What if the the mist or whatever it is that they're gonna use is the same stuff they're injecting into people's heads and it's making these little circles? You know, you know, that inside uh uh the come on, help me out here. The main agent. You know his no. name. Nope, I have no idea what you're talking Coulson? about. Coulson. Yeah. Coulson, thank you. What if that is involved in all this? That'd be really yeah, I, cool. I think, you know, they've already explained that, that the stuff that saved Coulson was from a Cree, and then now yeah. Sky has it. And I yeah. think, I think honestly, that this is a 
big. I think Shield's going to be a big tie-in to the Inhumans, and I, I hope think so. That that's could be you know Sky's dad that they've been you know he's got powers and all this kind of stuff, and he's kind of almost like a like a Hulk, you know, like he's like I can't get angry, I got to stay yeah. calm, and then he's like, but he's got super strength and he can kill people with one hand and like all this stuff, and you know, I think when Sky unlocks her potential, like I think she could actually become a part of the Inhumans and stuff like that. Like I, that's where I think the tie-in will really be. I know we speculated like a year ago, me and Peeps, that Sky was probably going to be Miss Marvel, which yeah. was, you know, like especially when she got saved with the Kree stuff, and we're like, oh, she's going to get powers, and she's going to be, you know, Miss Marvel and everything. But I really think that this is all leading for like Inhumans. Like that's what yeah. all these little symbols, Coulson's drawing, and everything is all part of that DNA, like makeup. So. Yeah, I, I I think that is going to be a big tie. I mean, especially because we do know that the Kree is involved with the experimentation and all that kind of stuff on the human DNA. They just need to unlock it now. Maybe yep. she's Medusa because you know the one thing that the that the villain said or someone's uh, the, her dad said is like when they called her Sky, he's like that's not her name. So when they reveal her name, that's going to mm-hmm. probably give it the good direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, great point. Alright, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, in Humans, November 2nd, 2018, and that leaves us with not one, but two more films tied together. This is the Big Mac Daddy of the presentation today. It's something we were speculating we were going to get, and it made us kind of rethink our logic a couple weeks ago when we did our special show, because we're like... Is Avengers going to be Civil War now? And, you know, we're going to go these different directions. We've been guessing literally since Thanos popped up at the end of Avengers 1 in the post credit scene that, you know, honestly, a lot of us thought Thanos was going to be the big baddie in Avengers 2. And then they, yeah, we did. And then they said, boom, we're going to do Age of Ultron. And it's like, what? So we're like, okay. So Thanos has to be Avengers three, right? <laughs> and then we and then Civil War came up, and we're like, "Oh man, what the fuck? Where's Thanos gonna play in? And where's this? Where's the gauntlet?" And we've been teased with these stones, and we know it's coming, but when's it coming? Yes, it is coming. It was confirmed, and I'm so excited. This it's gonna be Avengers: The Infinity War. And, oh, man, just saying that is so awesome. Like, the the logo is in gold, and it just looks so cool. Avengers Infinity War, and this movie's going to be so massive, they're splitting it into two parts. Part (laughs) one one will launch May 2018. So that's actually the first movie of 2018. So if we go in order, you're going to get Avengers Infinity War in May 2018, then Captain Marvel, then Inhumans. And then after Inhumans, you're going to get Part 2 in May 2019. So literally one year apart, so that means they're probably going to film this thing back-to-back. They're going to do this ginormous movie. I have so many thoughts running through my head. Obviously, this is Thanos. It's the glove. During the press conference today at Marvel, they actually showed uh, a scene. They did this little teaser kind of trailer for this movie, and it shows the Infinity Gauntlet, and all the stones are glowing in it and everything, and the camera pans back, and when it pans back, you see Thanos is got it on, and he's looking at the camera all evil, and the stones are glowing, and everybody just lost their minds and was like, oh my god! You know, because it was just so cool, because you're finally going to get it, and this is once again just shows how awesome Marvel is that they've just been planting these little seeds literally for years now, all the way up to 2018, mind you. This is still a ways out. So, you know, we started with the Tesseract in, in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, then we had Loki's stone in his, in his staff. 
in the first Avengers movie that was confirmed. It is one of the Infinity Gems. Um, Kevin Feige confirmed that today because that's been something that I expected that it was, but I've seen so many people say, no, no, it's not one of them. But it was nice to get that confirmation. So you have the Tesseract, you have the gem in Loki's staff. Um, Then you got the Aether that was in Thor the Dark World, the red mist that they had in that. And then, of course, the purple gem from Guardians of the Galaxy. So we have four gems already locked in. So we only need two more. <laughs> so over the course of the next several movies, we're going to get get our two more stones. We know that the glove is in Asgard. It's going to be awesome to see how this all plays out. And the fact that this movie is going to be so massive, they had to split it into two parts, is crazy. But you know what? For something like the Infinity War, you know Thanos is going to fuck some shit up. So you know part one is going to be devastation. Like, everyone's going to get beat down. People could die. (laughs) You know, I think... You know, the the speculation is, and I talked about this a little bit on my new Am I on the Air that was just posted yesterday, um, about the fact that Kevin Feige did announce that by the end of Age of Ultron, you're going to see a new version of the Avengers team, that it's not going to be the same team. I had heard this speculated for a long time, that by the end of Avengers, everybody's so beat up and kind of burnt down, everybody kind of goes their separate ways. And so then the Avengers team could end up being just Iron Man and Hulk, uh, with, you know, War Machine and Vision, you know, and the twins. Like, you, you, they can go a totally different direction of what the team is left at. And then, so maybe that's your team going into part one. And then they just get demolished. They get devastated. And then you got to pull back in Cap and, the you know, Thor. And then you grab the Guardians of the Galaxy. And you get Miss Marvel. And you get Black Panther. And you just go balls out, I think, in part two. And you get the entire cinematic universe to come into play at this one to just take down Thanos. you got to assume that the Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a part of this film because of the ties in with Thanos. I think they're going to hear about this war. I think, you know... If you have uh, something like maybe like Captain Marvel being that connection or that tie between the two, maybe she goes and gets them and says, we need your help for this war, and then brings them back, you know, because she'll be introduced after part one of the movie. So, you know, she could easily come into play in part two. Who knows? Doctor Strange could be in there. Ant-Man, they could just throw everybody in part two. I just, I get this feeling that in part one, it's just going to be pure devastation. Thanos is going to kick some ass. People are going to get fucked up and they're going to not know how to beat him. And I think they're going to just basically send out the calling all arms, (laughs) you know, podcast team assemble. (laughs) And they're going to get everybody together and just really rip it down in part two. So, I am just super, super stoked for this. Avengers Infinity War, part one in 2018, part two in 2019. Woo! So, Fred, what you got on this big-ass news? Oh, my God. Cannot wait. This is awesome. Just the title. Just the title is all you need to get, like, so pumped up. One of the um, funny things you mentioned earlier is that everybody's trying to come out on uh, in the first part of May. You know, all the studios are always battling for that. If you go back and look... From 2015 all the way through 2019, Marvel has the May spot for all of the comic book movies. That's because nobody wants to, to mess with these guys. And when Avengers uh, Part 1 and Part 2 come out, no one's going to be anywhere near that stuff. Um, Avengers is going to be amazing. I feel like that everything is just going to all come together. I think we're going to be looking at, like you said, with Part 1, a lot of devastation. Even in Part 2, I mean, it's going to be intense with Thanos finally getting to show us, you know, why he's 
the Mad Titan. A um, couple things to point out. First off, uh, you know, with your theory about having like the main Avengers kind of in in the first one, and then coming into the second one having a bunch of other people, I think that's that's very possible. The thing about Thanos is he's he's out in space. Everybody hates him, so all the space characters are going to know of him. The Guardians have already showed us that they know who he is. They've heard his name before. Um, in humans, you know, in the comic books, they know who Thanos is. They, they, um, you know, know to fear him and everything. So Carol Danvers is going to be in space. So you have him coming in in, in uh, part one. I'm then sure you have Thor's heard of him too. You have oh, to assume that. Yeah, definitely. So you have all these people. When he comes to Earth, they're going to know like. If they're going to help Earth at all to survive, they're going to need to come down there. So I think you're absolutely right. I think we're getting just a mass of people. The other um, thing I wanted to point out specifically for the Avengers um, movies is this. the Marvel has officially stated that all of the TV shows that they're starting with, with Daredevil and uh, they're going to have the, like Luke Cage and um, uh, who, all the other guys, those ones are all part of the same universe. So a cool fact to kind of keep in the back of your head is look at we're talking 2018, 2019. By those time frames, all of those shows will have come out. And we're going to be introduced to, like I said, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, uh, Daredevil. And so those people can be part of that giant um, community of heroes that are going to be fighting Thanos. So I think we're not only going to get all these wonderful uh characters we've seen in film but we're going to get all these extra guys that are out there in the tv world in this as well hell yeah man super super awesome peeps what you got two avengers films well they're not only avengers films but they feature my all-time favorite uh villain in all of comic books um i'm very very excited to see how they're going to do this um the Infinity Gaunt, the Infinity Gauntlet, the comic books uh, story, arguably is one of the best Marvel events ever um, to ever be released, and <clears throat> the fact that they're that they're going to give us this on film, um, I mean, in the comic book, you get to see every, I mean, and we're going on with you and Fred were saying, you know, it is literally an all cast star of every badass superhero to take on this one character of Thanos. They get Spider-Man, the X-Men, uh, the Avengers, Thor, freaking Doctor Doom even gives them a hand. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doc Strange, Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock, they're all coming together to take this guy out. And within the comic book, they all die. And obviously they get brought back eventually, but it just kind of shows you, you know, like how powerful this how powerful Thanos... Thanos by himself was, was powerful. He, he's a force to be reckoned with. But once he gets this Infinity Gauntlet and he can... can I mean, you've seen how powerful the Infinity... Just one stone is. And when you're able to control one stone, you can destroy a planet. Thanos is able to control all six stones. And in the comic book, they're gems. I think in the movies, they're calling them stones, whatever. Um, and I also think a little bit different than the comic and the movies is in the comics, each stone gem has its own attribute. There's a time gem that allows you to control time. There's a mind, soul, um, there's just different gems. And I, I don't think they're really doing that with the movies. I think they're just saying there's six powerful artifacts. Yeah? If you, if you think about it, like think, the, the gem in Loki's staff 
was controlling people. He brainwashed yeah. Hawkeye. He brainwashed Doctor Selvig. You know, um, you know. Think about uh, the ether. What that did. You know, to people. Um, the Tesseract. You would think that was the space. You know, one like that. I mean that. You know. Red Skull is still out there somewhere. He transported somewhere because of the yeah. interact. I mean, exactly. so I, you know, they they do have individual powers. So I think if they wanted, you know, I don't know if they'll get that deep and really explain what each one does, but I think that the hints are there that each yeah. stone kind of has its own thing. Right on. Yeah, I mean, and they definitely could. I mean, you're right. They're they're all different in their own unique um, way, and you know, there's two more that we haven't even seen. And I, I mean, I again, Thanos, Thanos, I. Really good. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a good guy. I, I like that guy. But the last bit I'll, I'll leave on is Fred had shown me a uh, an extremely funny um, article that that a couple guys have written, and it's just basically talking about poor Thanos. I mean, at this point right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he doesn't have any stones, and his whole world is to collect all the stones. And the one stone he had, he gave to Loki. And so he doesn't have that stone anymore. And it, it's really sad. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet that for all of y'all later. But, That's why his eyes weren't glowing in Guardians, John. <laughs> Very true. See? Nice, nice. All right, Geeky Pat, what you got? Two big Avengers films. Well, I would say that this is going to be the most, and this is coming from a DC guy, probably going to be the most epic movies for comic books, it's going to come out in a while. I, I don't, I don't see DC doing this all in 2018. We know their lineup. We see what they're doing. This is going to probably, con- I mean, it's two parts. It's going to consist of every character, everything, culminating into this giant battle at the end. It's everything I want. It's the ending I want in this MCU. It actually scares me a bit because what's after that? Do they end it all at that point? You know what I'm saying? I mean, reboots they, for everyone. Yeah, reboots. Yes, <laughs> we go back to phase one. Jackman <laughs> in every part. Anyway, but uh, no, I mean seriously, I think that uh, that it, it, it's got a lot to build up to, and I think this is going to be the finish we're all looking for. So, what could be more exciting than fighting Thanos and he has the gauntlet and um, one day we'll do a show, and I'll tell you what all those gyms were for. But um, no, I'm going to do a show about that, buddy. Don't don't take don't take don't don't don't. My bad. I'm just going to do a show with all the colors <laughs> and what they do. Um, but uh, I agree with you, Don. I think all those gyms are going to be represented in there, and they have been up to this point. They may not be as powerful as they are in the comic book, but they're there. I want to see that those gems being used. I want to see Thanos and all his his glory when it comes to fighting everybody. And I want to see that these heroes are giving everything they have, including their lives, to stop it. And if you're going to lose a character, that's when you lose a character, right? That's when you lose more than one character. The only thing is that I think that, that, that does um, scare me a little bit is... Um, once you've built up to this and you've had this climactic ending and you've had this great two movies and, and you start over, you don't start over, but when you, you go from there, all these TV shows, all these things that I'm going to be locked into, I know that's like a four-year period or five-year period, but I don't want to see the end. I mean, you can get seven seasons out of a television show, right, mostly. Um you can correct me if I'm wrong. I would hate to see some of these TV shows like Daredevil and all that end because one of those characters 
died off in a movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I hear you. They'll have some way to, you know, save most everybody. <laughs> it's Marvel. They come back. Right. No one's ever dead. It's all in Scarlet Witch's head. See, you heard it. Even Ronan's not dead. Thank you. No, oh, no. He's dead. He's the one no, guy that's no. Oh, dead. okay. That, that guy's dead. Everybody else will make it. Bad guys <laughs> die, not the good guys. You know, I it is... I wanted to point out to you, like, you know, this is really awesome that we've got to get this huge slate. And as much as, you know, it's full of excitement and, and, and awesome as this has been, on another level, I'm kind of upset at Marvel and also DC. I actually kind of blame DC because they did it first. They came out and gave us these lists of movies all the way to 2020, so Marvel did this too. But, like, before, they used to only re- release uh, titles for the next two years or so, right? I mean, so I could be excited, like, okay, cool, I only have to wait two years. Now I'm like, okay, cool, I have to wait uh, five years or more? I mean, yeah. so... Uh, I, I get it, though. I, I, I get it. I conversation with peeps earlier at work today about, look how big fucking Phase 3 is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The other phases are like five films, and then you have Phase 3, which is ten movies. That's insane! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, this is... is- that is ginormous. It's gonna it's gonna run from 2015 through 2019 over the course of ten films. That is so big for one phase of the Marvel universe. It's and, brilliant, and, though. And Don said it in the beginning. The way that it was presented to us this time was so much better in DC. Like when they were presenting it, I felt like saying, "Did anyone check in with DC? Are they okay? Do they need a hug?" <laughs> <laughs> This is horrible. Like it was awesome, and DC was like, "Yeah, our projected movies going forward." I mean, again, Marvel kind of stole the thunder. And I mean, I'm 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 a DC fan, so don't think I'm slamming DC. But I just think this was presented in such a way that I don't care that they told me all the way out to 2019. I'm excited now. I can see this. We're kind of with DC. I was like, I get Green Lantern when I'm 39. You know, I mean, it's you know, yeah. No, they definitely, Marvel stomped DC on this one. It's a constant game of one-upsmanship, you know? And uh, it was like Marvel released that Robert Downey news and everybody got excited, and then the DC slate dropped. And all of a sudden, no one was talking about the Marvel news anymore because then it was all like, DC's releasing 10 films and we're going to get Justice League and two two parts of it and we're going to get all these other movies. And then Marvel's like, oh yeah, you don't want to play that game? Boom! Here's our slate through 2019. So, you know, and they did it in grand fashion, man. They held a press conference. They announced Chadwick Boseman and had him come out on stage. Then Robert Downey come out and, you know, and Chris Evans. And they showed clips from Ultron. And, I mean, they did it the right way, man. They did a, they did a massive press thing. They released logos for every movie. It, it's really, really cool. I mean, they definitely showed DC what's up. Because DC needs to do big stuff like this to get people really pumped. And, uh, yeah, so after the thing was done, they did a little bit of a q and A. I'm going to read a couple of the quick little notes that came out of it. One, of course, being what I mentioned before, that Kevin Feige promises that Carol Danvers will be trapped between two realms, Earth and outer space, in the Captain Marvel movie. Um, let's see here. We will meet Black Panther and Captain America 3 in full costume. Uh, Kevin Feige says that Hulk will, will be in all the Avengers films. A uh, standalone Hulk film may still happen. But all he says is, we'll see. (laughs) Um, He says that the Civil War that we'll see is very different from the comics. Um, We're supposed to find out more about Inhumans very soon. 
according to him. Uh, someone asked him about the Black Widow solo movie. He says that the reason it hasn't happened is because she's so good working with the Avengers in that kind of platform, just like Hulk. So they kind of want to keep her in that realm uh, to the user as a supporting character. Uh, Feige confirms that the Civil War will be a global superhuman registration with a specific inciting incident. Um, Let's see here. And yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it um, for the Q&A stuff. They did ask him uh, about the uh, Spider-Man stuff because a lot of people were speculating like, man, I wonder if this press conference is to announce uh, that they did the deal with Spider-Man and um, see if I can find the actual quote on that. But, um, yeah, they asked him, oh, yeah, as far as rumors are concerned, uh, they asked him, what about Spider-Man coming over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Kevin Feige was very vague, saying that it was either not true at all or something that's not ready to be announced yet. Ooh, so, so coy, so coy. Um, so you never know, man. There's still a lot of rumors going around that they're working on something uh, together. So maybe they'll they'll try. They're still trying to make it happen, and they just haven't figured it out yet by this press conference. Um, there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in the films. They said there's going to probably be a couple Easter eggs towards Inhumans that will actually be in Age of Ultron. Of course, the Easter eggs for Black Panther. Um, and of course, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston returning as Thor and Loki. Uh, Feige says that Thor Ragnarok will immediately follow the events of Avengers, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron with the goal to take Thor to another level of his own franchise. Um, yeah, and uh, that is pretty much it. Yep, that is it on the Q&A aspect. So a ni- couple nice little tidbits. So... Um, once again, Civil War, May 6, 2016, Captain America Civil War to be exact, May 6, 2016, Doctor Strange, November 4, 2016, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, May 5, 2017, Thor Ragnarok, July 28, 2017, Black Panther, November 3, 2017, Captain Marvel, July 6, 2018, Avengers Infinity War Part 1, May 2018, Inhumans, November 2, 2018, and Avengers Infinity War Part 2, Ends Phase 3, in May 2019. Woo! What a slate, what a bunch of news that has dropped. I am beyond excited. Pat, what do you got? Final words. Um... I guess really uh, it's outstanding, the whole thing. I I don't even know how to describe how excited I am. I mean, ultimately, I at least know that together with Marvel and DC, I'm going to get a lot of comic book movies. And not only am I going to get a lot of comic book movies, I can see where, especially with Marvel, where they're all going to tie into this one point, this one thing that I can look forward to. And... um, I, though, I'll be honest, the whole time I heard Infinity Gauntlets and Thanos, I thought of Sean, you know, I thought of Peeps, and um, it excited me to know that my friends, you know, you and you and Fred, one day I will meet him, and we will go and <laughs> hang out, and, and we'll be able to see these movies, and we'll be excited about them, and, like, we're having a whole conversation on this, but after we see the movie, the conversation's going to be that much better, and we're going to be excited and be able to speculate what's coming up next, and so there's just so much comradeship and so much fellowship we're going to be able to have just over these comic book movies. It's going to be fun and exciting, and, I mean, plus I get Guardians of the Galaxy too. so woot, woot. Oh yeah! All right, peeps. Final thoughts. 
I, I I'm super ecstatic, super excited. Uh, uh, you know these 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 films and and comic books themselves. It, it, that is, it's what I I don't. I'm not gonna say I live for it, but I just I don't know. Like that is my. I, People, you know, some people, you know, they're into football. You know, they 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 study all the players and study all, you know, the the different teams. You know, I know, you know, Pat and uh, Fred, you know, they're big football guys. But when when it comes to like these types of films, like this is my shit. I can talk about this all fucking day. I love, 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 love these types of movies and the fact that it's all shared together. It, it's it's good times. I mean, I I. I'm half of these guys. Pretty much all these guys. I met them talking about these movies and talking about these comic books. If I had no interest in these, like I only, you know, I wouldn't even know these guys' names. But you know, it's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just getting all emotional right now. Just, just I can't do it. <laughs> really excited. That's all I can say. I can. I can feel it. I can feel it. All right, Fred, Mister Lobster Johnson, what you got? Wrap it up. Well, you know, really, speechless is is a is a good word to use. I think. I mean, when you see all this stuff, it's just, it's it's a dream come true. When I'm growing up, reading comic books, watching the cartoons of of X Men and the cartoons of Spider Man, cartoons of Avengers, and all that stuff, and and you 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 dream about this. You, what would that be like in a movie theater? I mean, I can remember as a kid going through reading Wizard magazine, and this they have articles. Who do you think should play these superheroes? Yes. You know. What yes. I mean? And so, like, here we are, you know, granted it's been, you know, 25 years later or whatever, but we're, we're finally there, we're, we're in the middle of it, and just to see all this come together with film, with TV, and to still have friends that you can talk about it, and, and people that want to talk about it, and, and the fact that it's even popular right now, all of that is just, it's a dream come true, so, yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's awesome stuff. Um... The Avengers Age of Ultron trailer came out last week. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to see it. It's amazing. It's on the Am I on the Air page. We'll just click on the trailers tab. You'll see it right there at the top. And uh, if you DVR'd or you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tonight, uh, not only, you know, the whole thing was is that they were going to debut the trailer tonight on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the trailer leaked early, so Marvel kind of got thrown off a little bit. Damn Hydra. But they, uh, but they... They revised a little bit, and they said, you know what, we're still going to show you something special. And not only did they show the trailer tonight, but they actually show uh, the full party scene, uh, which is actually really, really cool. So they show like this party scene with Hawkeye and Black Widow and Iron Man and Thor and Cap and all of them, Mark Ruffalo. They're all chilling and just having a good time. Thor puts his hammer down, and everybody's trying to pick it up. And it's really cool, like Tony Stark's trying to lift it, and he can't do it, and he's like, hold on. And then he's trying to lift it again with the Iron Man glove on, and he's got the rocket booster going, and he still can't lift it. And then uh, and then the scene changes again, and it's got uh, Tony and um, War Machine both got their gloves on, <laughs> trying to pull it with the with the rockets going. And, uh, and That's they, awesome. And then they show Cap trying to lift it, and Cap actually moves it a little bit, and Thor's face is like, oh, shit! <laughs> you know? And, like, and, then, uh, and then you see like the raggedy Ultron suit come walking out like, oh, puppets. Like, you know, you think we're just a bunch of puppets on strings. And it's that scene from the trailer. He picks up the other robot on the ground, smashes its head in, and then the trailer actually starts. So it was actually a really cool bonus scene that you got if you watched uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tonight. That party wow. scene was awesome. You definitely got to check it out. Um, you know, it was kind of like an extended trailer, so to speak, because it actually blended right into the main trailer. 
and uh, really, really cool scene to see everybody kind of just hanging out. What was really cool to me was actually Thor in that scene is like chilling in normal clothes. He's got like a jacket on, a t-shirt. Like you never see Thor like that in these movies and he's like straight chilling like at this party with everybody. So it was actually really, really cool. Um, so definitely check that out. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on tonight. So that'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we just knocked it out uh, for the special Am I Still on the Air Phase 3, talking the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the films that are coming from 2015 through 2019 uh, that have all been officially announced by Marvel. Um, yeah, it's been awesome, ton of news, and I thank these guys for once again coming to the call. Uh, as soon as I was... I was getting the news live as it was like getting delivered and I'm messaging both geeky pat and peeps at the same time. I'm like, they just dropped this. They just dropped this. They just announced this. And like both of them at the same time were like podcast team assemble question (laughs) mark. And I'm like, hell yeah, we got to do this. So, you know, when this big, big news drops like this, we got to collaborate and uh, definitely drop the knowledge because it's a great stuff to talk about. So, um, yeah. So thanks again uh, to my panel. So starting with Mr. Geeky Pat, you can, uh, he's got a show called This Week with the Geek and Out of the Rifts that you can find on reddragonsradio.com. Um, what else you want to shout out there, Mr. Geeky Pat? Maniac Mansion. Let's play next week. Be all goody to go. Yeah. Oh, boy. You can follow him on Twitter at geeky underscore pat. Uh, my boy Peeps, he's got the People's Forum. You can find that on reddragonsradio.com as well. You can follow him on Twitter at For My Peoples. Anything else you want to shout out, my friend? Not much, man. Uh, did, last week we had a Walking Dead episode. If y'all into that kind of uh, TV show slash comic book, check it out. Reddragonsradio.com. X3. Booyah, booyah. And of course, Mr. Lobster Johnson, what you want to shout out? Uh, just first off, I want to say thanks again for having me on the show here. Love talking about comic book stuff, as you know. Uh, if you want to uh, hear a little, me talk a little bit more about comics and TV shows, check me out on uh, the People's Forum. They're all the time with, uh, with the peeps over there. So, uh, Red Dragons Radio, check it out. There you go. We can't say it enough. You can find all of these shows. Am I on the air? Am I still on the air? People's Forum. This week with the Geek Out of the Rifts, it's all right there on reddragonsradio.com. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Follow the show at Am I on the Air. And uh, check out my new episode of Am I on the Air. Just dropped last night. I was like, man, if I would have just waited 24 more hours, I would have had this news as well. Uh, but it was still really cool jam-packed episode lots of news going down so listen to it the episode is called there are no strings on me and uh so check that one out just released yesterday hot off the presses uh talking about the avengers age of ultron trailer talking about the new title for fast and furious 7 benedict cumberbatch <laughs> uh all the big news that's dropped in the last week so check that out over on am on the air.com thanks everybody once again for tuning in and listening this has been am i still on the air phase three till next time Peace. I'm drinking. <laughs>